Hello and welcome to our Healthy Debate podcast. I'm Gertie Dolphin from the Health Board's communications team and today we're discussing preeclampsia with Dr Linda Verghese, consultant obstetrician and gynaecologist at Rex and Minor Hospital and Jane Jones, matron for women's services. Hello both and welcome. Hi, thank you. Hi um, thank you. The Health Board has implemented a new innovative rapid diagnostic test for preeclampsia, the first of its kind in Wales, that can give expectant mothers results within 15 minutes. So Jane, before we go into the new diagnosis testing, could you explain to us what preeclampsia is and what effects it has on mother and baby? Yeah, of course. So around two to eight women in every hundred will develop preeclampsia in pregnancy. So it's a condition in pregnancy where ladies have high blood pressure and protein in the urine. It develops after 20 weeks. Now, most women will have um, preeclampsia present later in pregnancy, but around one in three of these women will develop it earlier. Um, so all women are screened for preeclampsia throughout their pregnancy, regardless of any risk factors, um, when they have their blood pressure and urine tested at every community midwife appointment. Um, if their blood pressure is raised, they're generally referred to the outpatient assessment unit for um, blood tests and urine tests and various different things. And sometimes they can be admitted to hospital um, to monitor their blood pressure. Sometimes they're given medication, and usually preeclampsia means that the baby would likely need to be delivered. Um, there's quite a lot of risk to mum associated with preeclampsia, things like seizures and kidney and liver damage. Um, so it's really important that these ladies are monitored closely. Um, there is a risk of stillbirth and of growth restriction um, for babies, so the timing of delivery is very important. So could you talk us through the original process of diagnosing preeclampsia and the new testing as well? Yeah, so women will be admitted to the antenatal ward and sometimes can be there for as much as three to seven days while we monitor their blood pressure, get their medication right. Mm. Um, depending on their um, gestation, where they are in their pregnancy, um, we may consider delivering the baby through induction or cesarean section. Um, and that process takes quite a long time um, to, to make decisions. So women are away from home, they are not with their other children, not with their families, um, and that was the reason behind looking into how we can um, maybe uh, manage these ladies a little bit better. And Linda, could you just talk a bit more about the, the new testing and the benefits it has for, for these expectant mothers? Right, so PLGF stands for placental growth factor. So it helps to grow a healthy placenta. Um, PLGF is a new blood test that we can now offer to pregnant women at BCUHB to exclude preeclampsia or to diagnose preeclampsia. So basically, when a placenta is being developed, uh, PLGF is a hormone that helps to grow a healthy placenta. And pioneering research uh, for the last 10 to 15 years has shown that uh, by measuring the amount of PLGF in uh, a woman's blood, we are able to predict whether the placenta is healthy and working. Um, the reason being preeclampsia is essentially due to an unhealthy placenta. So 
by measuring PLGF, we can say, oh, you have an unhealthy placenta, and then we can predict. It's like a crystal ball test. It helps us predict whether the woman will develop preeclampsia. The, the beauty of this test is it is a point-of-care instant blood test that we can do in our day assessment unit, uh, and it gives us the results in 15 minutes. So uh, compared to what Jane said, how we were managing women earlier on with preeclampsia, admitting them in for three days, now when a woman comes in, all we do is take an additional 2 ml of blood mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we spin it and analyze it in a machine which is kept in our de-assessment unit. It's only the size of a telephone and in 15 minutes we can get the result of the PLGF. Now how do we interpret this test? So if the PLGF is, is normal, we expect it to be above 100. And that means with certainty, based on the research and the trials that have taken place, it means that 98 in 100 women will not develop preeclampsia in the next two weeks. So we can confidently reassure the woman that they are safe to go home and continue your regular routine checks on your blood pressure by your community midwife. However, if we find that the PLGF is abnormally low, less than 12, then that means that 94 in 100 women are at the highest risk of developing preeclampsia, even if they do not have protein in the urine. They are at the highest risk of developing growth restriction of the baby and preterm labor within the next two weeks. So that's the kind of uh, predictive value we've got with this test. Mm -hmm. So the advantage with the PLGF test is we avoid unnecessary inpatient admissions. Mm -hmm. And uh, as Jane said earlier, women were quite anxious with these uh, in and out admissions during preeclampsia. And now we can reassure them if the PLGF is normal and uh, they can go home because when you admit a woman in hospital, it has implications on her family life. A woman has different responsibilities as a mother. She's got uh, childcare duties, she has to do the school run, she has to take time off work, and then there's also the cost of travel and parking. So uh, all these have uh, improved the patient experience uh, if they have preeclampsia. The other thing is that if we find that the PLGF is less than 12, we are diagnosing the preeclampsia early, so we can um, admit these women and we can watch them closely, and we can optimize the timing of the delivery as in we can um, give the mother steroids to develop the baby's lungs and um, we can also start them on something called as magnesium sulfate um, to decrease the risk of cerebral palsy in the baby if the baby needed to be born extremely preterm and also we can liaise with a special care baby unit and decide when we would like to deliver the baby. Uh, at BCUHB, we can deliver at Rexham up to 32 weeks, and uh, we also have the CERNIC unit at Glen Cluid, which can take uh, babies that deliver before that. Um, the other thing is that uh, in women with chronic conditions, some women have chronic medical conditions like diabetes and hypertension even before they got pregnant, um, or kidney disease. Um, Proteinuria occurs, protein in the urine occurs uh, quite normally for them. And so PLGF helps us um, diagnose whether is this a consequence of the diabetes or the kidney disease or is this because of uh, the preeclampsia. Mm -hmm. So uh, that has been quite helpful as well. Uh, so this new testing, why did you feel the need to implement this within the health board? 
So uh, that uh, brings us back to the time of 2020 at the peak of the COVID pandemic when all hospitals were struggling for inpatient beds. And we wanted to minimize the admissions of pregnant women because we wanted to minimize the risk of virus transmission out to the community. And that is when the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists uh, recommended the use of PLGF uh, for, to guide doctors and midwives in um, deciding whether a woman needs admission uh, and to guide us with the timing of delivery. Um, so we wrote a business case and submitted it to our health board. And uh, I'm proud to say that uh, BCUHB was the first health board in the whole of Wales uh, to approve uh, PLGF implementation for pregnant women in maternity. Uh, we also had tremendous support from Quidel. Quidel was the company that uh, offered the PLGF testing um, that gave this wonderful result in 15 minutes. So what benefits did you think that your the patients needed? So when you kind of saw there was, there was a gap somewhere when a mother came into the hospital and then they had to be admitted and they had to kind of maybe even for a whole week kind of leave their family behind and increase their anxiety so what made you think there needs to be a different way of of doing this and then when you found out about this did you is that what kind of led you into kind of looking into it yes but i suppose medical science is always moving forward isn't it Mm. and preeclampsia is a disease of childbirth that's always been there Mm. and we do have really good ways of monitoring ladies who are at risk of developing preeclampsia and ladies who um, have preeclampsia and we monitor them well but there's always room for improvement and I think this test has shown that actually um, the predictive value of it so we can definitely say to women this isn't preeclampsia your blood pressure is raised for another reason and we can investigate that mm-hmm. or we can monitor you as an outpatient mm-hmm. and not having them sitting in a hospital bed which can make you anxious and make your blood pressure raise all by itself. Yeah. So it's um, it's much better for women to be managed as outpatient unless they really need to be in hospital and in that case that's absolutely fine. And um, you know, we, we will, this test is helping to decide when's the right time for their babies to be delivered so we're not delivering babies too early we're delivering babies at the right time mm-hmm. and what experience have you had so far with with mothers in the hospital from from this new test so we've had a very positive feedback from the patients uh, it has improved their patient experience and we also did a pilot study uh, for six months after we implemented this test at Wrexham Myler Hospital Uh, And uh, we found that 68% of our pregnant women with preeclampsia was managed on an outpatient basis. So you've you've saved a huge amount of uh, beds within the hospital, um, resources, staffing. Absolutely. So we've done a nice economic cost savings and found that we saved £34,000 of taxpayers' money in six months by saving on inpatient beds. So this is the main dilemma in preeclampsia. When you have early onset preeclampsia, doctors can't quite decide when do we deliver this baby? Because if you deliver the baby too early, yes, the baby is alive, but it suffers with the complications of being preterm. Mm-hmm. So babies have immature lungs, babies can get bleeds in their brains, their intestines can be premature. So that has implications on their life, lifelong. So uh, this test helps us time the delivery as close to uh, when the baby is as mature as possible, mm-hmm. at the same time preventing stillbirth. Mm-hmm. So. 
So it's been you've seen a, a big difference so far within a short period of time, really. And this has now been rolled out across the health board. So do you think this is the way forward, obviously, and we're the first in Wales to, to implement it? Have you Do you know about anywhere else that's implementing it or if there's a, any kind of um, other kind of innovative kind of testing or kind of anything that you would think this would be great to implement here? I think there's lots of um, hospitals in England that already use PLGF mm -hmm. and there was a lot of interest when we went to a recent um, presentation day mm -hmm. for PLGF in other hospitals in Wales. Uh, so we've had lots of interest from other hospitals um, on how we adopted this test, can I send them our business case format, things like that. So, it's so hopefully promising. it will have a, a big impact on the whole of Wales, not just North Wales. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's really good. Yes. Yeah. So um, I don't know if we discussed uh, kind of symptoms of preeclampsia, just to look at um, if anyone's listening that, um, any expecting mothers or anyone that might be a little bit concerned, what kind of symptoms do you normally see or even the kind of rare ones? Yeah, so the red flags that we look for when we're um, assessing ladies are headaches and any kind of disturbance of their vision, so um, blurred vision or floaties in front of the eyes, things like that, they're the things that are red flags to us and we would want any pregnant woman to report that mm -hmm. to either their community midwife or their assessment mm -hmm. unit. Um, and it's in terms of headaches, it's things that wouldn't go away with paracetamol, it wouldn't be a headache that you'd take paracetamol for and it would go away, it would be a headache that's there all the time. Um, there, are, there are other symptoms such as swelling, um, of the hands and face um, that that we look out for. Um, but as long as you're keeping your regular community midwife appointment, somebody will be monitoring, monitoring you for any of the symptoms of preeclampsia. Mm -hmm. So I can see why it might be quite difficult to, to diagnose when the kind of symptoms are kind of everyday things or things you might expect during pregnancy. So I guess it's to just let um, your kind of healthcare visitors know and and your appointments know what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. And midwives are very um, skilled at knowing what's normal and what's not normal. Mm -hmm. So if you presented with a headache where your blood pressure was normal and there was no protein in your urine, the likelihood is we can reassure you that everything's okay. Mm -hmm. But if you were to present with headaches that didn't go away with paracetamol, your blood pressure was elevated mm -hmm. and you had some protein in your urine, then we would need to do some further investigation. So what about the next process? So then if they were then tested, um, and then let's say they were they did have preeclampsia. What happens then? So usually, if they've got an abnormal PLGF, we would admit them to hospital, mm -hmm. and the consultant and um, the midwifery team would work together in making a plan. Mm -hmm. So for somebody who is well, it might be that we can manage them as um, an inpatient or an outpatient. However, if the PLGF is extremely abnormal, the likelihood would be we look into planned delivery. Mm -hmm. And like Linda said, doing that in the unit that's best for that lady, mm -hmm. depending on where she is up to in her pregnancy. Okay. And then, so, so anyone that might be listening or who is currently expecting or concerned about preeclampsia testing, what advice would you want to give? So I would say that the community midwife, if you're pregnant currently and worried about preeclampsia, is the best person for you to speak to. Mm -hmm. She can definitely reassure you mm -hmm. that if your blood pressure is normal, you don't have protein. If you're consultant-led care and you're seeing a consultant on a regular basis and you have concerns, there's another person for you to speak to. And if you're thinking of becoming pregnant, then we GPs are fantastic. Also, we do have a preconception clinic 
um, that we run in Wrexham. Um, that is a pilot at the moment, so we're hoping to be able to roll that out across North Wales and GPs can refer into that service if it's required. So when you say pre-exception, you mean um, anyone that's trying to have a baby? Yeah, that thinking about concerns. getting pregnant. Or mm. anyone who is uh, traumatised by a previous experience of having preeclampsia and they do not want to go through that again, mm -hmm. uh, feel free to ask your GP to refer you to our Venus Preconception Clinic, uh, which is held monthly, and uh, I will see you there and make a plan for your pregnancy. Okay, thank you. Thank you both. It was really interesting to find out a bit more about preeclampsia and I think hopefully um, some listeners have, have learned quite a bit as well um, about the new testing and in general about symptoms and, and how and where to get advice from as well. Is there any resources that you would advise on anyone to look at? Uh, for uh, information on PLGF or preeclampsia, I would recommend looking up uh, the APEC charity, which is the Action on Preeclampsia uh, charity group. Uh, that is run nationally and in Wales and uh, they give a lot of information on preeclampsia and this blood test. They also hold study days uh, where they educate uh, women all over and we have a study day in Wales as well for that. Okay, excellent, thank you.